So what's your name, Icy? Stuntman Mike. Stuntman Mike's your name. You ask anybody. Hey, Warren. Who is this guy? Stuntman Mike. And who the hell is Stuntman Mike? He's Stuntman. Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of movies. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are SP Film Viewers. So back in 2023, in <laughs> what? A month ago, not even that, like a couple of weeks ago. I'm talking about the whole year. We'd never covered another Tarantino film. <gasps> I mean, shocking. I only say that because like every other one, we've kind of covered at least one. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm kind of going... Who, who's, who is he again? Sorry. <laughs> Should know by now. I do, I do. I'm just whining you just because I wanted to see the face of like, are you joking? <laughs> oh yeah, because you know you. You didn't give Kill Bill high praise at all, did you? No, no, no. no. I don't know what Pulp Fiction is, or <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, or Jackie Brown. Are you impressed? Yeah, yeah, you remembered all the... Yeah, oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. And we didn't even brief this, so... Mm-hmm. And this will be the sixth film of his filmography that we're going to be covering. Excited? Is it really long? As, no, it's about two hours. Okay, but that's quite short. It's... Well, it'd be interesting to get your perspective on this and also for me to kind of like reevaluate it because hmm. a lot of people don't really like oh, this great. one. Whereas for me, like with Jackie Brown, I was like, I'm not too... Mm. That's probably my least favourite one, to Agreed. be honest. But this one, I think, is interesting enough, but... He's selling it, this, Paul. <laughs> Jesus. But I think he might get a kick out of it because it's got... Strong female characters in. So. Who? Who? Do I know them? The act- actress. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the name, so I don't know if you will know them. Is there a picture? I don't even know what the name of the film is yet. You keep well, me in okay, the dark. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, the film is called Death Proof. Oh, okay. And the synopsis reads, Two separate sets of voluptuous women <laughs> are stalked at different times by a scarred stuntman who uses his death-proof cars to execute his murderous plans. Death-proof cars? Yes. What's, what do you mean? He can't die in the car? Or it's proved to kill people in the car? So now I take that one. So we've got a weird guy on the loose that likes chubbier women. Is that what we're saying? Voluptuous. Not, not voluptuous, meaning just like... Curvy. I think that's, to be fair, I think that's a very broad term of, of them. I think it's more just like, just, you know, the typical, like, American women, really. It's not like, wouldn't necessarily like they would. Is this like when, <laughs> on Love Actually, when um, we've got, what's her name? <laughs> Natalie. Yeah, and they say that she's got thunder thighs or tree trunks. No, 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 I say, I wouldn't even say the, that, that, that's what I'm saying by that. So I don't know why the. 
Yay. IMDb description puts it as that, but anyway, yeah. Well, I don't even know what to expect. <laughs> well, you kind of might know a certain bit from how the like dialogue is and stuff, and though. Mm, it's going to cut back and forth, and it's not going to be coherent. No, no, not like Pulp Fiction. I meant like you know, there's these like there's conversations where they sat down at yeah. a table or well, whatever. That's good. And just I like a conversational piece. I think for the the women that are involved in it, which I'd say we've got Rosario Dawson. Zoe Ball and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm, I'm not sure if I know them. You might Zoe do. Bell, you mean? Yeah. Why would I say? Ball. <laughs> yeah, not from um, <laughs> the radio. TV I was thinking present. strictly yeah. from dancing Zoe person. Yes, yeah, Zoe Bell. Yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and then some other people I don't really know, but. There's a lot of people in this film, but then why am I sounding surprised? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. It's all the mystery at the moment. Yep. But I'm. It's kind of like this is like a precursor, and then once we get to the next one, which are more the next Tarantino film, when we get to it down the line, I'm more looking forward to that one. So. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So basically, you gave me something really good last week, <laughs> and now you're just giving me something that's mediocre. That's what you're saying. Not necessarily, you might get some out of it, so. We'll be back with those thoughts after we've seen Death Proof. We are back, butterfly. <laughs> Thanks. From watching Death Proof. What do we think of this Tarantino outing? <laughs> mm, it's not his strongest. Not as bad as Jackie Brown. But like if you're comparing it to like Pulp Fiction Oh no Kill yeah. Bill, it it's it's not up to that reputation of of it. No, I feel like this was sort of a, I say, an experimental film, particularly in the style, as I sort of pointed out to you, what, like, the the, the filmic look it was going for. Mm-hmm. That being Grindhouse, which is, like, a term used for what is, like, an off, like, a shabby rundown movie theatre that mainly showing, like, low-budget horror or schlocky yeah. films, like, exploitation films that... That for an older audience, like, yeah, that's why it's came up with R rated at the yeah, okay. thing with that cartoon puma thing, wherever it was quite in the jungle. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like it's quite a quirk. And the uh, feature presentation thing yeah, like, with that old style, like, you almost like old recorded, like it's obviously it's got a cha- some form of charm, like the way that it's got the nod to obviously knowing, like. We've got the feet in the. Oh yeah, from the from the get go we have. Yeah. That and is, the way is... that the camera angles are done with the certain shots of the like even them walking up the stairs and 
just focusing on the feet and such. So yeah. you already know you're watching. Yeah, it's hard to do that. Yeah. Yeah, foot, foot fetish to the max on this one. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> yeah. realise there was so much. And also, like, butt shots as well. So many. So but, many. But I think, like I say, it's it's playing to the style of the f- film it's going for, like, kind of, oh, like, oh, exploitation of that. It's like, oh, look at these hot females walking around. Yeah. I think it, from a female perspective, it does make you think, well... Can I not just go out and enjoy myself, have fun? Why do I have to have some creepy man, like, stalking me and everything like that? And it's just, it's just an awful thing to think, oh, I just want to go out and have a couple of drinks with my friends. And my girls, yeah. And, and that should be it. Whereas, like, you you wouldn't have that problem. Like, oh, I'm going to go out, have a drink with my mates, and then come back and it'll be fine. You, or I'll hook up with somebody, but... If you, yeah, if, you, if, if you're, you're lucky. lucky, yeah, yeah, and then you just you'd you'd go either wake up next to him or you'd go home, wouldn't you? Yeah. Whereas a woman, it's like it's a dangerous game or world out there, jungle, whatever you want to say. It's awful because like yeah. they're prey, basically. Right. Yeah. And they're not doing anything wrong. I, I kind of associated this one to like Halloween or like a slasher film a little bit, just because of the man's mentality See. towards the the women. Well, it's interesting you said about Halloween because, like, if you remember from the first one, the Halloween mm-hmm. film, where Michael Myers is, like, driving around in a car and then mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, at the beginning, various points in the film where he's, like, it's silhouetted and it's like, oh, who's that mysterious figure driving past and you don't really know who that yeah. is. Yeah. So, yeah, good sort of comparison there. Thank you. Oh, he's proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think that's that's kind of the aspect of it. And I think, obviously, within Halloween... The whoever it is normally has sex and then that's like being frowned upon and then they get killed. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. in this, they're not. They're just having a good time. Yeah, okay, they might be doing drugs or they're smoking or they're drinking, but they're no, not Nothing really... untoward. No, 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 not really. They're, they're fully grown. They're not, yeah, not young kids or anything like that. They're probably in the mid-20s. 20s, so they're like allowed that. to do whatever they want. Um, the, you know, they've yeah. earned their own money. Yeah. If that's what they want to spend it on, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, there's no real rhyme or reason why he's going after these particular groups mm. of women. It's just like, oh, it's a, a bit of fun, really, for him. Yeah. Well, which is sometimes the case with these killers. They just don't know justified reason for what they do. It's just a I sport. I don't think they deserved it. No, no. no. I, personally. And I think that's a bit that kind of sits with you a bit uneasy. Like, he's just doing it for sport and fun. And because he's... What's his name? Stuntman Mike. Stuntman, Stuntman Mike. Who's played by Kurt Russell. He told me where he was from. Can you remember what I said? So you did say he was from Guardians of the Galaxy, the the dad? Yeah. Star Lord's volume, dad? Volume 2, yeah. And then you did say something else. Well, <laughs> the thing we covered. Obviously, he was a lot younger then. But... Yeah, I don't really appreciate the thing as much as Guardians of the Galaxy. And obviously, the age, Yeah, it yeah. looks a little bit more, well... It's in between in the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Thing, I guess. <laughs> mm. Quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird seeing a Tarantino film more modernised. And does that sound stupid? Because it's like it feels like an early two thousands kind of vibe we've got it is, going. Yeah, yeah. And it's also the one that's there's no like flashbacks or anything. It's all chronological. The only thing I noticed was like kind of the skipping bit where it kind of looks like it does. Uh, but again, but it's, it's still going for that style. Of, that's what those kind of films would be because they'd be like the old film prints or whatever. Yeah. So, and even that 
the obviously the the scratching like the old film. Some of them weren't realistic. The scratchings, like it looked like a smudge print or like the way that it was done. I don't think they were artificial. Like digital, like put on a digital oh, really? thing. I think they're actually done in a on the negative. Uh, actually, yeah, scratched on purposely. So that would be a lot more work. But then just put applying you know some After Effects thing or something. Just go yeah, just do that, and, and the computer sorts it out for you. Would there been that technology around at that point? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Depends on how realistic it looks, I guess. Yeah, but would you make of that? I said it's more definitely more strong at the beginning, isn't it? The first hour of the film where there's got that obviously that gritty look yeah. to it. I can't really say I remember it for the second half to be fair as much. No, it other than the fact that it kind of goes the black and white momentarily for a part of it, and then. Then just flips back to colour. Then there's like there's no, almost like no. I kind of like how they've done that though, because it was like she'd put uh, went to the vending machine or I don't know what Americans call it actually, and she puts the coin in and it's like a switch to like turn the light on and turn the colour on, mm. which I think is quite clever. So we kind of get that scene of um, the other set of girls switching to to colour that way. Yeah, but. I think within this film, I don't know, for for a girl, it just feels a bit creepy and both sides of the girl groups that you get. Because initially when I watched this and we kind of were in the middle and obviously we understand why Death Proof becomes a thing, I was like, oh, that can't be it because we know where, like, we've only just started. And you're like, oh, no, wait, wait, there's going to be another side to it. Yeah, I did I did say that the Free Rumble is two groups. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So... I think it kind of shows you, it's kind of karma, isn't it, basically, within this film? More it's, or less, yeah. He's basically thinking, oh, well, I've, I'm a stuntman, I've got this amazing car, it can get to high speeds, it can kill anybody, you know, that's in the passenger seat. And he's just a bit, I don't know, I think the power trip has gone to his head, basically. And the speed and the adrenaline, it's just, that's what he lives for. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, that other girl that was in the bar that was going to get a lift home. Yeah, Pam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was... She'd done nothing wrong. She hadn't really... She, she, well, apart from getting in a car with a man. Like, <laughs> that she doesn't know. She yeah. doesn't really yeah. know. But then, yeah. not meaning in, this, in a daft way, the barman knows him. Everybody seems to know who mm. he is. Well, you can, you can vouch for him. Yeah, he's, Tarantino is the barman in, <laughs> in this. Yeah. So he makes you feel like, oh, well, if... The barman or whoever yeah, I like, know well, knows it, They can vouch for him and then, yeah, sure, it's no problem. But you, you never really... I guess there's probably like one of the sobering lessons, in a sense, of it. Like, yeah, you can, you feel like you, you can trust other people, but it's not always the case because they might just be spinning a, a lie. Mm-hmm. But you, you can't be too careful with, with people. Well, Sometimes yeah, and still... you don't know... I don't mean this in a horrible way. Anyone can be whoever they want to be for a couple of hours yeah. and put on a good show. But you don't well, know what people yeah, do. He behind. seems like a humble, like, in the bar, he kind of seems like kind of sort of reserved. But... Apart from poor Butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Having to give him a lap dance, which didn't appreciate whatsoever. On what, on what part? The fact I think that she just, had to. Or... Yeah, yeah. It's just that. Well, like, uh, set her up to do so. Yeah. And the fact that she was then so, like, didn't want to be called a chicken, so she had to do it. I just hate. Those yeah. kind of environments. You know me, I'm one of those people, like if somebody tells me I have to do something, I'm going to go the opposite way and be like, I'm not going to do it. And I think it was just like she'd been put in a situation which she didn't deserve. And that peer pressure. 
Yes. It's Hate peer pressure. Horrible thing, yeah. It's awful. <laughs> but they, they get their occurrence, basically, they're meant to be going on a nice lake house trip. Yeah, just us girls. And, yeah, and it feels like they, you know, at that point, it's like the other guys that were kind of hanging around with them or, you know, want some action and stuff they should have. Like, I should have brought them with them, them, do you think? Yeah, but yeah, they probably they all got killed off, to be fair. Well, I know they won't all sit in the car, but I think because because of the fact that they were all girls in the, the car, it's like, oh, well, that's all right then. To ram into them and all that kind of stuff. I just don't know why, though. Why why is it female orientated that he wanted to kill? As the, the sheriff says when he kind of like after all the I couldn't understand them. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like, you know, Texan droll. But obviously, like some sort of like sexual kick out of it as well as for that. Yeah, but you know, he's like... not even getting anything out of it, is he really? Like, they're not, it's not like a, oh, if you don't no, do this, but, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I think it's just the I say the carnage. You know, the, there's people. I'm sure as you know, get a kick out of like, there's, I think there's a film about it. That I've, it was a long time ago. Sorry, but I, I believe it's how it goes. Like a film called Crash, where it's like people get the kicks like out of like actually cars crashing, and then it's like, oh, we've survived. Let's let's do it. And yeah, it's but you know people have twisted perversions and. <laughs> might be as even though the fact that he obviously literally phew, collided with them and then his car's pretty much totaled. Like, he's not like then going right, mm. <laughs> jacking off, is he? So, no, but he's I not in a position to. Unless it's because he's then seeing the carnage and seeing like the bodies the ripping throat, apart yeah. and. Yeah, all of it's that. just a. Just that kick for that one brief moment of. of that's that, not worth so it. Is it killing for innocent women? And then the annoying thing about it is they do nothing about right. it. He's like, well, oh, it's just a car crash. But it's like, well, no, there must be something. And they're aware of him, but... Yeah, it's like, well, it's not happening in my state. So then I'll just go to a different... Let him off and go to a different town. It's like, yeah. What kind of justice system is that? Well, well yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But did you... These first lot of girls then, what overall did you vibe with them? Did you like anybody in particular? Um, out of the, the more... Were they all kind of just annoying? Or I think I felt more for... Well, what we associate her as butterfly, mm-hmm. Jungle Julia, she's instigator. Yeah, she's a cool girl, and she she's the one that everyone follows, and she's you know a radio presenter and a record labelist and a DJ. Mm-hmm. And then the I can't remember what the blonde-haired one was called. Um, I think she made a point of it. She thinks it's either Shana or Shauna because that guy was like, oh no, don't ever get confused with the two. Shana. Yeah, yeah. So, but she she was all right. She was kind of not, I think, as prominent as mm-hmm. Julia and Butterfly, I would say. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really grate on my nerves. I just think they're just the type of rowdier girls. Yeah, because obviously, they like say like I said to you, that there'd be obviously like the Tarantino film, be like a sort of dialogue, having just having natural conversation in the cars they do, and you know about just stuff like oh, we're gonna hang what happened with so and so last yeah. night and all that kind of stuff. I think it's just a relationship they've got with Butterfly is kind of a bit of a bullier kind of situation. It's not like a friendly, friendly. I think you always have that in a group as well where one person gets picked on. Yeah, they shouldn't come across as somebody who's like, oh, she's always the, you know, the, the brunt of the group or anything like no. that. If anything, it would be more the... Yeah. One, one, but, thought, but look more sort of innocent is... Yeah. But there we are. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. I like the... The fact that the the jukebox gets a lot of 
plays and I say I think for me there's there's a lot of good songs in this film mm-hmm. and throughout not just from that. I'm gonna say is it because of Jungle Julia? Is that why? <laughs> what do you mean? Because she's like in the bar at that point playing all oh, the good keeps, tracks. Yeah, all the good tracks, but. No, I think because it's like that old kind of like soul mm. music and her hair is beautiful but, as well. But, yeah, and I think that was from his own personal collection as well, Tarantino. As I say, like he he's good at picking out tunes for the films he does anyway. So yeah, it all works. It all works well, and um, like even that opening one, obviously the credits the, with that is the. I think I hear I hear that song. I think of obviously the feet on the dashboard and then. Yeah, just, a summer yeah, kind yeah. of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Even though it doesn't look very comfortable, like how many times was she hanging her feet out of the car and it was like Jungle Julia? I know she's got long legs, but <laughs> there was one point where she was in the passenger side and it's like her leg was still hanging out. Mm. And I'm like, Jesus, that can't be comfy. No, I know we like to put our feet up on mm. the table, and but after a while it does get a bit uncomfortable and lean on something that's mm. not a, a soft pillow or you know, yeah. just in bed or whatever. No, I agree. Then, as I say, we move on to the second half film. It's kind of like a film of two. That kind of like almost like in the middle of the runtime. It's like right now it's time dedicated to the next section of the story, which I do prefer. I'm not gonna lie. Normally it's the first half you prefer, isn't it? And the end is a bit like, uh, but this actually ramps it up, and it mm. it kind of gets to a point of where we've got stuntman Mike going on to a new town. Yeah, he goes to uh, Tennessee. Yep, and seeing all the girls in in the car again, so he's prying on them already. Camera this time, yeah. Yeah, which may, I don't know. This time it just it seems to be like it's been like a I think it's a, a year and two months. Yeah, yeah, fourteen months. Yeah, later. and he's prying on them a lot more creepily than he did mm. the first time. I think it's because yeah. he's clocking them with a camera, mm-hmm. taking pictures of them. Then he's. Going near them, going, oh, I dropped, I dropped my keys, and he was it messing just, with her feet as well and licking it. Yeah, it's like, oh. uh, yeah, if he actually did lick it, like he did lick his fingers and touch it, but still, like, especially yeah. when you're asleep and there's a man doing that to you, and he's a complete stranger, he's just revolting. But he's playing it off as like, oh, I brushed past because oh, there's there's my keys. Yeah, like but you can tell she feels uneasy because it didn't feel like yeah. that, but. But yeah, she'd be able to one of those yeah, high things on. So. so do you want to run through what the girls' names are in this one? Because I don't think I... Yeah, no. Yeah, I've written them down. <laughs> I know yeah, fully, yes. to be fair. Apart from we've got an Aussie, but she's not. Um, she's New Zealand. Yeah, they make a joke of that as well. The... Yeah. She... Even though I had to say, oh, is she Australian? And you were like, no, she's New Zealand. And I'm like, sounds Aussie. But to, to be fair, if, if I wasn't, like, without me knowing that from watching the film before... I would, I would also assume she's an Aussie. That an Aussie I, know, I think she has actually, to be fair, now looking and reflecting, it's more like a harder twang. Well, you know, because I think the people in the departments you work with yeah. overseas that you can tell that maybe a bit better than I mm. can. I think it's more southern if somehow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's slightly further away, content-wise. But, yeah, but yeah, not too far removed, I guess, but. It's, Still, a sort of dialect difference. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So we've got Zoe, as we said, Lee, who is the more innocent, naive one of the group. Who, yeah, it's more obvious that she's sort of like, oh, joked and picked on a bit more. Is she the one that's um, Scott Pilgrim? 
Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, yeah. Abernathy, who's Rosario Dawson, who's the one who's wanting to join the core Ki- group. Yeah, who's Kim is the other one, who's the Kim. one who's the more the petrol head. Yeah, I'll be honest. I like Kim and Zoe the 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 best. Yeah. out of those two, obviously Lee bless her. I do think she's quite sweet and innocent, and she's really pretty. But I, yet again, I think her friends aren't true friends to her. Particularly out of that sort of scenario with her, kind of the, when they go get the Dodge Challenger from this guy that has it, mm-hmm. and like so, yeah, leave her with her it's kind of like as, as collateral, really. Yeah. And just like drive off and then that's the end of we don't know. We don't what even know to... what happens to her. We never even see Lee getting picked back up or because obviously they're not gonna take the car back by the time that they're done with it. Yeah, with what happens, yeah. So it's <laughs> like, well, what happens to poor Lee? Like it it kind of ends where you're like, Well, I'm not really sure. Does she just get in the other car and just go or is she like prison to this man now? But who knows? And I think that's another thing, like, if you proper friends from a girl perspective, you'd never leave one another on their own. And you won't be whoring them out going, oh, well, my friend's um, an actress and she's in this magazine. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, if we borrow the car, I'm thinking, no, really, I, we'll leave our car here. We'll take your car. That's what it should have been. And all four of them should have gone. Could have worked that way. That would have been better. But, yeah, I think just for... Just for my morals. I think it's it's sort of playing into the uh, that fact of it being like a, a sort of... A sleazy film, anyway, mm. in that regard. So it's like you know, oh, you're you're dressed as a cheerleader, and she you know, does a porno kind of thing, even though she she's not, film. she's but just an actress. They're, they're kind of like, hey, how you doing, kind of thing, and it's like, yeah. what the implication is there? But it's like, oh, where does that go? Is a bit, mm, a bit yeah. seedy. Doesn't she like go gulp or something? Yeah, so, she does. Bless her. <laughs> like some like cartoon <laughs> thing or something. Oh, holding a sign up. Yeah, but shouldn't she be going? Well, no, I'm going to come with you guys. Well, she was asleep for some reason, <laughs> like whatever. But yeah, so Zoe has come all the way from Kiwi Land <laughs> to come across this, obviously to see her friends. But she's signed up for this newspaper to find you know, in the used cars sales section of the newspaper, and she finds out there's someone who's selling. In this town, a Dodge Challenger that she wants to, you know, like a mint, almost like mint condition mm-hmm. with the the right engine and all that, the gubbins there. Yeah. I think because you know, she's really a petrol head with it and wants to. Well, do. they do this ship mast thing, don't they? Which I think is the reason behind it. So I we learned that both Zoe and Kim are stunt doubles, basically. Mm-hmm. They work with that in the films, yeah. Yeah, so it's quite good because in the sense of, obviously, you've got Stuntman Mike, these are, like, his match, basically, Yeah. so to speak. P- particularly Zoe, because she generally does do those. So she's is she quite... actually a stunt lady in real life? I think, yeah, I think so, yeah. I'm not too familiar into her, what her body of work or anything like that, mm. but I know that she's playing herself is shows that, the, the like, well... The, the strength in that, rather than just playing just a, just a random character name, mm. forever, and the, uh, the fact that she did do her all, all her own stunts with it, there was nobody. Even the ones on the car. Yeah, blimey. She, was, she said she didn't want to have someone do those things. She's I'd rather just do them all. Bloody hell! So you've got to give props and that. And there's a lot of obviously that latter half 
of them. There's quite a good chunk dedicated to that yeah. car chase, mm-hmm. essentially. So you think about all the time that she's hanging off the, the car. Well, it's not going to be the whole... I'm sure they'll break it up, won't they? What do you mean? can't be just all in one take, that Oh, shot, no, no, no. So Ma- look- probably not, but you know get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But to a degree, yeah. A lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> so what Storm um, Shipmasters is... Basically, if you watch the Titanic and you're shipping, I don't know, the jack thing and you like kind of hold on to the boat at the front, like imagine that kind of thing, but on on the car instead is... Which is funny because if you'd say you've not seen Titanic. I haven't. <laughs> but from Love Actually, I know that, you know, don't, don't let go, Jack. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I'm aware. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty much that kind of idea. But then the car is going to go at high speed. speed. And it's because, obviously, they're both stunt ladies. It's their way of getting their own little bit of adrenaline kick. Mm-hmm. I think the last time they did this, they swore that they will never, ever, ever, like Mrs. Yes. Swift would say, um, doing this again. However, because of the circumstances, Zoe's like, well, we've still got the perfect car. I said we're never going to do it again, ever again, but that was in New Zealand. Whereas like, we're in America, it's a perfect situation. I want to do it again. And mm-hmm. Kim's a bit like, mm-hmm. we said we were never doing it again. And here we are. And because it's a friend, she's like, oh, well, I'll give you massages. I'll do all this for you if you do this one thing for me. Mm-hmm. So she ends up caving, does Kim. Yeah. And then I think sl- slowly regretting it when well, the outcome of this Well, yeah. I mean, is. Yeah. It's like, oh, it will. Abernathy or Ab- Abby. Abbreviated down, just like you know, I want to come, I want to hang with the cool kids and be involved in it too. So, mm-hmm. but apparently, she Rosario Dawson was like really enjoyed being just in the cave and with all that high speed stuff. So, even though she wasn't involved doing like ship's master or anything like that, she got a kick out of it. What just but, sitting in the car, yeah, yeah, just being for the thrill ride. So. <laughs> Maybe that Lee was like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a speed demon, That's yeah. Right. Maybe. That, so. We'll Something. try and make it sound better than <laughs> just leaving yeah. friends to yeah. get raped. But as I say, like, Stuntman Mike comes along and like, tries to mess with him and just... I, I love the fact that when... Because obviously I knew what was coming and then when he's like, catches up with him, he's like, right, girls, that was fun. Like, adios. And then uh, Kim's like, she mentioned about having a gun earlier. Yeah, because she not get raped. Thing. And then gets shot, and like your sort of reaction from there on after that was was really good to see. Because <laughs> I, I did, I did you obviously? Did you know? Did you what did you think was going to happen from that? Would just like oh, he just then drive off, and that be that. I was hoping they were going to go get him, or he was going to get put in prison, or or something. He was going to get yeah. his up upcomings. Yeah, so you can laugh when he got shot. In the, in the yeah, arm. and I could tell that these bunch of girls, like I kept, I did say throughout, like all oh, these are. Really, he doesn't have a reason to go after these. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like all oh, the drinking and they're being a bit slutty or anything like that. Yeah. They're having a coffee. They're in a, a cafe. Yeah, it's, it's do the daytime rather than night. They're going shopping and just getting some groceries and not doing anything seedy or malicious or anything wrong, really. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, why is he targeted them? Mm-hmm. And the fact that then he's targeted the wrong ones that are a bit more feisty. Yeah, again, because the stump women. Women yeah. and. Yeah. I think that's kind of like, well, no, the more headstrong are like, F this, we're going <laughs> to go get him back. Yeah. And that's like hilarious because especially when he's a proper wimp as well. Yeah, moaning. It's like, oh, he got shot in the shoulder and now he's crying. Why? 
funny. And it's like, oh, yeah, why? But you've actually just ripped four girls apart earlier on. Didn't see any of them screaming like a little bitch, did you? And you're crying because you've just been shot once in the arm. I'm like, are you actually joking? And it kind of makes me laugh because it's a bit of an... Not meaning this in a bad way. Please don't take it offensively. Towards a man, it is kind of funny that they're like that. Like he's trying to be all macho and strong. Actually, men's pain and tolerance and threshold for things like that are quite weaker than women. In most cases. Like, when men get flu, like, God, don't we hear about it? Whereas a woman's got a cold and she still powers on, does everything she needs to do. Where the man's like, oh, I can't possibly get out of bed. Yeah, we do exaggerate, don't we? Yeah, and the men say, we we do that. So him getting his upcomings and getting shot and then them being like, right, should we go kill him? I didn't anticipate that that was going to be the case. So you got, you got some enjoyment from oh, yeah. that. that the the back chasing, end, yeah. Chasing him down. And even when it's like, oh, please don't be a dead road, yeah. please don't be a yeah. dead road. And yeah. then, then going after him again, yeah. Yeah. whacking him with the metal rod that she'd picked up. Yeah. And, yeah, it was good. I don't know how you felt watching it from a man's perspective. Three women beating up on him. No, I'm 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 fine with that because like I I don't like you know, people that are just are there to cause harm mm. purposefully with like or certainly with no true motive as such, just yeah. for the kicks. Getting the comeuppance, even I'm not saying this is like as an older thing. Even back then, yeah, it's like oh yeah, I really like how that played out at the end because it's like yeah, don't mess mess with the wrong people yeah because you don't know who you necessarily who you're dealing with you think oh all women are just feeble weak and powerless but they have a, some of them have a bit more bite to them <laughs> yeah no that's true i mean he's definitely got the upper hand on on him so initially when they were doing the ship mast um obviously that was quite daunting because you've got zoe shipped onto the car and she's going everywhere yeah, sliding off and she was wanting a nice kind of like, ah, and now she's weaving in and out because he keeps bashing her and trying yeah. to get her off. And then she gets so angry, like, why somebody tried to spoil what we wanted? The car gets absolutely wrecked. But then both her and Kim are like, well, we're going to go get him now. We're, we're literally going to have him. And Kim does an amazing job driving, keeping up with him and the speed. And then obviously you've got Zoe who whacks him several times. And in the end, when it's, They've caught up to him and they've bashed into him. He's toppled over. They don't even just leave him then in the car. No. They then pull him physically out of the car and just start punching him like and beating him up. And I don't know. I've never seen a woman, a woman empowerment done like that, I guess. I know like Kill Bill, I guess she is. Yeah. But at but the same time, a gang a, of women. Yeah, in a different way. Sort of like stand up against the patriarchy in a way mm. of that you know muscle cars and everything but there's like no you don't need thinking you're all that when women can be strong in their own way as well and then as that sort of like the almost like jump cut end as well like that it kind of like credits like the end and when they're sort of like yeah celebrating yeah kind of. and i think it is one of those things where it's like it ends quite suddenly but you're happy with how the result is knowing yeah. that he's probably dead and his well definitely because they Shortly after that, he's just like that sort of drop oh, kick yes. on his face. It's like, yeah, that confirms it rather than just the fact that he's just unconscious. Mm. So that cements that <laughs> even further and that'd be that. But yeah, so I like, imagine like Tony t- 
taking the car back to the dealer at the end of that. Yeah, that's a bit of a mishap. But... Yeah, yeah, it makes you think, well, what happened to Lee? Because they can't take that back. They can't afford the car. miles and miles away as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, and she'll be wondering where the heck they've mm. gone. Mm-hmm. Just have to assume that the elders don't go back and Lee somehow gets gets her own up, upcomings. So when you're saying, like, thinking about it more now, like, when you said, like, it was modern mm. of his films, so, like, Kill Bill was sort of that way because that was... It is, but I think it's more... Watching Kill Bill, it could be set any time. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think this had, like, a more early 2000s kind of... Well, you did say vibe. something about the girls' skirts in the background. Where the skirts were like skater skirts and the converse yes. on. Also, the phones in the first half as well, like when they were texting. What about Julia? Yeah, that was. Yeah, I was thinking. I don't remember phones being like that way. We had to like go to the contact, scroll down. Maybe so, we did, but do you think we probably didn't know any better? Like now, looking back at that, you're like, Jesus, that looks like an absolute fast. Yeah, but. Is that because it's slow typing? I don't know. Yeah, it's that were just the norm back then. Right. It wasn't, you know, we didn't know. Or you could just have a contact in your phone and a message. Them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It just like say focus on that quite a bit as well. We're like good, like think, seeing what she was almost like typing word for word. Almost. And the sending as yeah, well, sending like things like that. A bit like okay, does that was that never really necessary? To have like a thing like saying literally like watching somebody send a text, mm. like what? Unless it's got some kind of like purpose of like oh it's failed to send, then yeah sure maybe like oh god this is annoying. Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm gonna step outside and then have an encounter with somebody or mm-hmm. something like that rather than just going sending send <laughs> like great. What does that add? True. True. Something true. like that is yeah it's a bit. <laughs> Could have cut the film down by two or three minutes there, yeah. Apple. Well, uh, the f- the film said when we were watching this, it's ran at um, just under two hours. Though I've seen like on on Google and stuff, and saying it's like two hours and something minutes. So I'm thinking, yeah, that's 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 odd. I don't remember it being that sort of that length. Mm. But then I'm thinking back to we didn't do, I didn't do it this way purposely because it's sort of like a because we already covered a, a longish or a long film for the first episode. And then this one is part of, uh, like, like I said, like a, say a, a filmic experiment because it was part of what so they call like a grindhouse double bill mm-hmm. where another director worked on this other film called Planet Terror, Robert Rodriguez, who is a friend of Tarantino's work. And so like kind of like doing a collab, right, we're going to have that film play first. Okay. And then it's like you would like they would do in like a drive-in thing like in the in America's where they would happen you go through the drive through and it's like a double feature. So you yeah. have one film and then you'd watch immediately watch the second film that would run into. Okay. So I got a, a disc on the shelf that does that, but I thought I'll just we'll just go with the first one because I just really wanted to cover the Tarantino aspect mm-hmm. of it and not worry about a thing. But depending also like how you thought of the style of whether it would be something just on your own time with the be interesting yeah seeing no. it as a double because it would say a bit like a long point and having that's more seeing how that would look mm-hmm. in like how it is put together in a way that kind of sort of flows and i don't know as of well how you'd sort of appreciate the other one anyway because <laughs> that is more definitely more horror related and mm. a bit slightly more absurd than 
um, this one. This is more somewhat grounded more in reality, but I'm not sure. Then we'll have to see. <laughs> I don't know until I give it a go, do mm-hmm. I? No. So, is there anything else you want to bring up before we go to score? No, I don't think so. Is it me to go? It is first. Yeah. Oh, damn. Hmm. It is it is a tricky one. I I preferred it to Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, is hard to score just because the first part of the film is not as strong as the second part, personally, for me. Mm-hmm. I did prefer the second half more so, more so when you had better characters and stronger characters. Would I have preferred just to see them throughout the film have more and get rid of the other girl group, possibly, and just have one girl group and get to know them a bit better? Mm. But I think overall, just because of what I scored Jackie Brown and enjoying this elements of the way that it's been shot and the music, like you said, and the filmography and such, I'm going to give it like a 7.5. Okay, yeah. The story is it's, it's okay. It's not it's nothing, the strongest. It's nothing groundbreaking as such, but yeah, it plays onto the fact of like, you don't miss... Yeah, there's a bit of girl power in the yeah. end, so that's yeah. why it's it's kind well, of gone up. I thought that's why I wanted... This is why I wanted to get your sort of thoughts on it because I thought you might sort of get a kick. I did, I did that, laugh. Of that, so um, you're like, yes, go, go. Yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah. For me, on a similar page of you of being like, Jack, Jackie Brown is, isn't my favourite Tarantino mm. film and a lot of people think that this one is his worst. And I think even Tarantino's not super happy with how it's turned mm, out. Really? really? But... I say I feel like it's kind of like more of an experimental, like almost like college student aspect of like, mm. oh, let's see, see how this works, kind of thing. But I I really appreciate, it, especially because of like the settings, the setting of it really, and kind of like that. I mean, it fits the grindhouse style, like the gritty dive bar, yeah, element to it, and it's like it's something about that kind of like intrigues me. Mm-hmm. And I say like the fact that it kind of turns it on its head a little bit at the end. With that, and I'm not a big thing with cars and anything in films. Not but a like, petrol head. <laughs> but a, a good car chase mm-hmm. is always interesting, and this one is... It keeps you on your toes, yeah. It really does, rather than just like, oh, yeah, just going through the streets and clash bang wallop through some, you know, some boxes or dodging some traffic or whatever that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 whatever. But this, yeah, this has a lot more to it than that. And rewatching again still still holds up if, if it's... I mean, it's just just for a bit of fun, really, more than anything. So I'm going to give it 7.5 as well. Woo! So far, so good. We've been scoring pretty much the same. Yeah, you were a bit higher last week, but yeah, not far off. No. And um, yeah, I think, well, we're on the right track. It's, you know, the ups and downs with things, as I say. It's, you know, it's, it's sometimes good to have the same score, but obviously keeps it interesting if you've got different points of view on things but mm-hmm. maybe my critiquing is just going up a level and that's why we're both scoring the same maybe. because i've got to your par now yeah maybe. of critiquing yeah I've done it a while now so i think it's yeah i'm an expert but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it will be take a breather from tarantino stuff for a while but very much excited to get to the next film his filmography well, you just basically said, oh, this one everyone thought were crap, so but we're going to watch it anyways, but I'm really excited for the yeah, one we haven't you, seen. Clearly, 
got some enjoyment out mm. of it though. It wasn't like, oh god, it was awful. No, it wasn't. And right. didn't have a song that stuck in my head for god knows how many days. I was like Jackie Brown. Uh well, yeah, but that's a good song. Though. Not after it kept on getting played and played and played. Like the only song they paid for. With I don't think that's true. That's what it felt like. Did any other songs get stuck in your head from this film? No. 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 Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. And if you'd like to listen to some of our other episodes, you can do so by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get podcasts from. And as well, be sure to leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, and wherever else they do the scoring system. So if you haven't already and you want to follow us on social media, then by all means, you are more than welcome to. So we're on... TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. I always, I don't know why I always say it as a question. I think it's just like, is that still a thing? So it, you, it is. <laughs> you can find us under the handle sp underscore film viewers. So hit that follow, like, subscribe, yada yada yada. And we'd also like to thank the patrons once again for their ongoing support and being yeah. part of the family. And if you'd like to become part of the family and get your name read out as we're going to do in a moment and have the opportunity to vote for a movie we watch once a month then you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash sp film viewers now we'll kick things off with podcast people who are ben from film foggers mark from 100 things we learned from film and Nico from the Good, the Bad and the Weird podcast. Definitely appreciate all their support, especially because they're doing similar things to what we're doing. I think they understand like how long these actual episodes take and the grind to it. Mm. Because it's not until you do something yourself that you realise how much work goes into it. So the rest of them are mainly family and friends. So I'll go with my wonderful mum. And then we've got our friends, Gren, who's under the handle C gren underscore draw on instagram so we have then got jonesy who is under the handle weight loss jonesy on instagram emma under the handle m underscore hayton on instagram as well so they have previously been on episodes so please do check them out from last year it sounds so weird saying last year still still yeah. not grass to it yeah no we'll eventually don't worry yeah and then it'll be next year that we'll be going <laughs> into probably so then we've got the newlyweds, which is Alex, who's on Instagram under Desperately Seeking Username, and Shani, his partner, who is also on Instagram under the handle SDOG. Don't know why I have to sound like, I don't know, like you can tell I was. Yeah, <laughs> breaking it down. Yeah, like when you're a child and you're yeah. hyphenetically yeah. trying to say the words. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you everybody for being patrons. Obviously, look out for our future voting so it'd be interesting to see what you give them to vote for next next month if anyone does want to be a patreon then please do join us yep next time we'll have a special guest so that's quite exciting and it's going to be a one well one film we haven't seen mm-hmm, obviously particularly as it's a new release that's been up that's at the cinema finally in the uk so <laughs> not giving any hints and clues away there paul well why should i <laughs> There's plenty of films that have been in the cinema and coming out from the UK, um, from America. Mm, you know, 
Ooh, making everyone hold on to their seats. I guess. <laughs> I'm excited to have a guest on with us speaking about it as well. Yeah, so thank you very much for listening to this episode. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.